The Way of the Cross for Priests The First Station Jesus is Condemned to Death This is how one should regard us, as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required of stewards that they be found trustworthy. But with me, it is a very small thing that I should be judged by you or by any human court. I do not even judge myself. I am not aware of anything against myself, but I am not thereby acquitted. It is the Lord who judges me. Therefore do not pronounce judgment before the time, before the Lord comes, who will bring to light the things now hidden in darkness, and will disclose the purposes of the heart. Then every man will receive his commendation from God. Prove me, O Lord, and try me. Test my heart and my mind. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus Christ, Lamb without blemish or spot, who accepted the judgment of a human tribunal, and by your humble surrender to a sentence of condemnation, opened to sinners the tribunal of your inexhaustible mercy, look graciously upon your priests, that, as faithful servants of the mysteries of God, they may draw sinners into the embrace of the Father, who, not sparing you, gave you up for us all, with whom you live and reign in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. Plunged in grief, the mother stood, weeping where the crimsoned wood held on high her dying son. The Second Station Jesus is Laden with the Cross Behold, I go forward, but he is not there, and backward, but I cannot perceive him. On the left hand I seek him, but I cannot behold him. I turn to the right hand, but I cannot see him. But he knows the way that I take. When he has tried me, I shall come forth as gold. My foot has held fast to his steps. I have kept his way, and have not turned aside. I have not departed from the commandment of his lips. I have treasured in my bosom the words of his mouth. Surely he has borne our griefs, and carried our sorrows. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus Christ, laden with the wood of the cross, who were regarded as a lamb to be slaughtered, be the strength of those priests of yours who go forward in the midst of tribulation and distress, famine, weariness, and peril, that comforted by your presence they may, in turn, be able to comfort those who are in any affliction, with the comfort that you have given them, who live and reign with the Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. Trembling, weeping, whelmed in woes, witnessing the dying throes of her own immortal child. The Third Station Jesus Falls the First Time They abhor me, they keep aloof from me, they do not hesitate to spit at the sight of me. 
because God has loosed my cord and humbled me. They have cast off restraint in my presence. On my right hand the rabble rise. They drive me forth. They cast up against me their ways of destruction. When I thought my foot slips, your mercy, O Lord, held me up. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus Christ, creator of man from the dust of the earth, who fell beneath the weight of the tree and, in the sight of all, lay humbled in that very dust, reveal to those priests of yours, brought low by weakness, the surpassing power of your grace deployed in infirmity. For when they are weak, you are their strength, and when they fall, you raise them up who live and reign with the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. Who is he who would not weep? Could he know what anguish deep pierced the mother of the Lord? The fourth station. Jesus meets his afflicted mother. What can I say for you? To what compare you, O daughter of Jerusalem? What can I liken to you, that I may comfort you, O virgin daughter of Zion? For vast as the sea is your ruin, who can restore you? Cry aloud to the Lord, O daughter of Zion. Let tears stream down like a torrent day and night. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus Christ, despised and rejected by men, man of sorrows, acquainted with grief, whose virgin mother beheld your face bruised and bloodied, disfigured and defiled, and who, in her gaze, beheld a pool of tenderness for the refreshment of your heart and the hearts of your priests through the ages, grant that every priest of yours may find in Mary's pure gaze the courage to advance along the way of the cross, until, with her, he enters forever into the joy of your resurrection, who live and reign with the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. She beheld the torments sore, he for his own people bore, bowed beneath that scourging dread. The fifth station, Simon the Cyrenian is made to help Jesus. Brethren, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature be thus minded. And, if in anything you are otherwise minded, God will reveal that also to you. Only let us hold true to what we have attained. Brethren, join in imitating me, and mark those who so live as you have an example in us. For many of whom I have often told you, and now tell you even with tears, live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction. Their God is the belly, 
and they glory in their shame with minds set on earthly things. But our commonwealth is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, O Lord, what has befallen us. Behold and see our disgrace. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus Christ, eternal High Priest, who sympathize with our weaknesses, and who in the days of your flesh were tempted as we are, yet without sin, we draw near to you with confidence, humbly praying that your priests may receive mercy and find grace to take upon their shoulders that sweet yoke of the cross by which you bind them to yourself in the mystery of your sacrifice who live and reign with the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. She beheld her only born, death-struck, utterly forlorn, when his parting spirit fled. The Sixth Station Veronica Wipes the Face of Jesus We all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being changed into his likeness from one degree of glory to another, for this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Therefore, having this ministry by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart. For what we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, with ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For it is the God who said, let light shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts, to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. Of you my heart has spoken. Seek his face. It is your face, O Lord, that I seek. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus Christ, image of the invisible God, with no form or comeliness that we should look at you, and no beauty that we should desire you. Open the eyes of your priests to the light of your countenance, that, by contemplating your holy face, the sacramental character of your priesthood in their souls may grow ever more radiant for the glory of your Father and the joy of your spouse the Church, who live and reign with the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Come, O mother, love's sweet spring, let me share thy sorrowing, let my tears unite with thine. The Seventh Station Jesus Falls the Second Time Three times I have been beaten with rods, once I was stoned, three times I have been shipwrecked, a night and a day I have been adrift at sea, on frequent journeys, in danger from rivers, danger from robbers, danger from my own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger at sea, danger from false brethren. In toil and hardship, through many a sleepless night, in hunger and thirst, often without food, in cold and exposure. And apart from other things, there is the daily pressure upon me of my anxiety for all the churches. Who is weak 
and I am not weak? Who is made to fall, and I am not indignant? If I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus Christ, who fell beneath the weight of the cross, and so made yourself close to all who cleave to the dust in moments of humiliation, failure, and disgrace. By the grace of your abasement, raise those of your priests who have fallen low, restore unto them the joy of your salvation, and strengthen them with a perfect spirit, who live and reign with the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Let my heart be all on fire, still to seek with fond desire Christ, my God, my love divine. The Eighth Station Jesus is comforted by the women of Jerusalem. The Lord calls you back, a woman forsaken and forlorn, the wife of his youth, long cast away. Your God sends you word, if I abandoned you, it was but for a little moment, and now, in my great compassion, I bring you home again. I hid my face from you, but for a short while, till my anger should be spent. Love that takes pity on you shall be eternal, says the Lord, your Redeemer. Have pity on me, have pity on me, O you, my friends, for the hand of God has touched me. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus Christ, who revealed the thoughts of your heart to the women of Jerusalem, enjoining them to weep for themselves and for their children, pierce the hearts of your priests with sorrow for sin, giving them the grace to mingle their tears with those of the spiritual mothers whom you have called to console and sustain the priesthood by the hidden oblation of their sufferings and their prayer who live and reign with the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Holy Mother, this impart, deeply print upon my heart all the wounds my Savior bore. The Ninth Station Jesus Falls the Third Time He has made me a byword of the people's, and I am one before whom men spit. My eye has grown dim from grief, and all my members are like a shadow. My soul cleaves to the dust. Revive me according to your word. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus Christ, when you fell a third time beneath the terrible weight of the cross, a rain of insults assailed your heart in all its tenderness. Allow us, by adoring the mystery of your humiliation, to obtain for the most shamed and broken of your priests the grace to recover their sacred dignity and to honor the character of your priesthood that is forever inscribed in their souls, who live and reign with the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Let me share his pains with thee, who so tenderly for me deigned his sacred blood to pour.
the tenth station. Jesus is stripped of his garments. Have this in mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself, and became obedient unto death, even death on a cross. They divided my garments among them, and for my raiment they cast lots. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus Christ, who by the objection of your nakedness won for the children of Adam and Eve a vesture of grace and of glory more beautiful by far than the original innocence they lost by sin, grant to all your priests the gift of calling sinners to repentance and of restoring to your friendship those whom sin has caused to hide from your face who live and reign with the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Let me trace his sufferings o'er, bear the very death he bore, when they nailed him to the tree. The Eleventh Station Jesus is nailed to the cross. But far be it from me to glory except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me, and I to the world. Peace and mercy be upon all who walk by this rule, upon the Israel of God. Henceforth let no man trouble me, for I bear on my body the marks of Jesus. He himself bore our sins in his body, by his wounds you have been healed. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus Christ, who were nailed to the wood of the cross, so that by your wounds and by the shedding of your blood, those wounded by sin might find healing and copious redemption, look upon your priests, heal those wounded by sin, and, in your inexhaustible mercy, Use them to make many whole. For you are the physician of our souls and bodies, who live and reign with the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Tell his wounds within my heart. In his chalice take my part, all for love of thy dear Son. The Twelfth Station Jesus Dies Upon the Cross It was now about the sixth hour, and there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour, when the sun's light failed, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Then Jesus, crying with a loud voice, said, Father, into thy hands I commit my spirit. And having said this, he breathed his last. One of the soldiers opened his side with a spear, and at once there came out blood and water. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus Christ, priest and victim, glorious in this the hour of your sacrifice, 
send forth upon all the priests of your church the sanctifying breath of your mouth. Wash them in that torrent of mercy that ever flows from your pierced side, and at the hour of their death make them worthy of joining you before the Father in the heavenly sanctuary beyond the veil, where you are always living to make intercession for us, who live and reign with the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Wrapped in flames of love divine, keep me still, O Mother mine, when the judgment day draws on. The Thirteenth Station Jesus is taken down from the cross. Now there was a man named Joseph from the Jewish town of Arimathea. He was a member of the council, a good and righteous man, who had not consented to their purpose and deed, and he was looking for the kingdom of God. This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then he took it down and wrapped it in a linen shroud, and laid him in a rock-hewn tomb, where no one had ever yet been laid. It was the day of preparation, and the Sabbath was beginning. This is my body, which is for you. I came that you may have life, and have it abundantly. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus Christ, Immaculate Lamb, immolated upon the altar of the cross, bestow, we beseech you, upon all your priests, such purity of heart in entering your sanctuary, such adoration in offering your sacrifice, and such reverence in the handling of your sacred body, that all who behold them at the altar may be moved to seek the things that are above, where you live and reign with the Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Lord, when these my days are done, let thy mother lead me on to the palm of victory. The Fourteenth Station Jesus is laid in the tomb. Thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumph, and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. For we are the aroma of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To one, a fragrance from death to death. To the other, a fragrance from life to life. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus Christ, hidden from our eyes and silent in the stillness of the tomb, let the prayer of your Virgin Mother enfold the priests of your church and sustain them in the valley of the shadow of death that by always carrying your passion in their bodies, they may contemplate your face in faith's dark night and rejoice in the revelation of your glory, who live and reign with the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. When this mortal body dies, 
may my soul to heaven uprise, glorified and blessed for thee. Amen. <laughs>